you should like and respect the person you intend to spend your life with. Your significant other should make you laugh, be your greatest comfort, know you better than anyone. My life would be much simpler if I felt that way about Kendra. I've tried. I've looked for common ground. We don't agree about politics or religion. We don't agree about where to live, how many children to have, or how to manage money. We might be able to overcome all that if we loved each other. For months, I've done my best to foster a connection with her, but nothing has worked. And I doubt very much she's feeling it for me, either. My head is telling me this engagement is a mistake. My ambition is trying not to hear it. I shoot her a direct stare. Don't you think marriage is more complicated than that? Um, she frowns, looking somewhere between concerned and lost. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Her phone dings, and she lunges for it, as if she's glad for the distraction. She flips through her messages with one hand and lifts her wine glass with the other. A good five minutes pass in silence. She texts her sorority sisters about someone's botched home bikini wax, Instagrams her dinner, then waves at a passing waiter she apparently dated last winter. She barely eats her meal and passes on dessert. I'm completely okay with that. I have her home by ten. Good night, Carson, she murmurs in her shadowy living room. Sleep well. I cup her shoulder and hope the physical contact stops there. With a wan smile, Kendra brushes a kiss across my cheek and escapes to her room. She moved out of the sorority house at the end of last semester and has been staying at her childhood home all summer. In less than a month after the wedding, we're supposed to move in together. I sigh. I'm past hoping sex will bring us closer. I know from experience it won't. The aftermath is more awkward than glowing. We haven't bothered in a month. I've been accused of having an overactive sex drive in the past, but since becoming engaged to Kendra, it seems completely dead. That's not a good sign. Suddenly, I see the orange-red flare of a cigar in the dark. The smoker inhales deeply. The pungent scent of tobacco fills the air. Gregory Shaw saunters into the room, wearing charcoal trousers and a pristine white dress shirt, despite the late hour. I know he's 51, but he doesn't look a day over 40. He has nearly 30 years' experience in this industry, building his candy giant Dulce Lama from the ground up. By comparison, I've been running my late father's company's sweet darling for ten minutes. Shaw exhales, leaving a cloud of smoke in his wake as he comes closer. That didn't look like the satisfying end of a date. It's on the tip of my tongue to ask if he thought I should have taken his daughter to bed, but he wouldn't appreciate the snark. This guy is brutally direct. I need to be the same. It wasn't. I have serious doubts this arrangement will work. Make it work, Frost. Otherwise, I'm not loaning you the twenty-five million. Damn. He's got the bargaining chip I need. I don't see any way around that. Now, late father's confectionery might be worth about a billion dollars, but I must have liquid cash to keep it from going under right now. Shaw has been salivating for the opportunity to get his hands on any part of Sweet Darling. He can't control me with the five percent interest I negotiated with him in exchange for some ready cash, but over the last few months... I've come to realize that seizing power is his ultimate goal. I wish I could sever the deal we struck in my moment of fiscal weakness, but that's impossible. Still, I can't let him think I'm totally out of options. Then you're not getting any stake in my company. He laughs as he cocks his head. Let's cut to the chase. You don't want to relinquish any part of the organization, even temporarily. It bothers your considerable pride to be beholden to me, or anyone, I suspect, and you don't want to let down the old man. 
even if you barely knew him. I understand that. But what's the real problem? The one you're obviously having with Kendra. Isn't she a pretty girl? She's beautiful. I can't give her appearance anything but accolades. When I first clapped my eyes on her, I was patting myself on the back. Twenty-five million dollars and a trophy wife? Win-win. But as I've gotten to know her, I've discovered we have zero in common. I realize more each day that, as a couple, we're doomed. Isn't she kind? Very much, I nod. Funny? Not in the way he means. She's comical when she's not intending to be, and not for reasons either she or her father would like. How do I tell a man who potentially holds my future in his hands that his daughter is too immature for marriage? That I require a woman with more intellectual capabilities? That I'm too much of a serious-minded workaholic to make her anything but miserable? I can't simply blurt that our chemistry is non-existent. I've tried that already.